This is the Health, Hope, and Healing Podcast. If you've ever wondered if there was more to life, if you find yourself yearning for connection, more purpose, more fulfillment, you're in the right place. We believe God dreamed more for you when he dreamed the dream of you. So this is an invitation, an invitation for you to take your next step into all Jesus did for you on the cross, all that's available here and now. So come on, let's step in and maybe it's time to step up. Hi everyone, Dr. Kyra Gutierrez, and I just wanted to give y'all an update on what's going on with Robert and with our family. And first of all, I just wanted to thank Brady for letting me hijack the podcast because I really have. (laughs) If y'all haven't been listening to his series on marriage, it is so good. And it is really, they're not very long podcasts, they're like 20, 25 minutes, and they're so great. I've been listening to them and feeling um, conviction, not not condemnation, conviction, and just really appreciating what he has to say, but I've totally jacked his series. So Brady, thank you, and I'm sorry, and we'll have to reconvene and figure out what our plan is for the fall. (laughs) And I just wanted to thank the other members of ICW, that's our company, Integrated Counseling and Wellness. Thank you so much for stepping in for all the kind notes, for the food, for the support, for just being there for me in every way I could imagine and need. Thank you. We have a wonderful, wonderful community and communities where it's at, man. If you don't have a community around you, uh, scripture says that God puts the lonely in families and they aren't all families of blood. They're families that you choose. And I just encourage you that community is not for always what's happening right now. I think I've said that to my small group when we first started our last series the community is not for what's happening right now. Sometimes it's for what's about to happen that you don't see. And man, am I not living proof of that. So just encouragement that you need people around you. People need people. So Robert is, um, well, there's a, there's a development. So I went to write this down and type it out, and I just don't have any bandwidth for grammar today. So today is Labor Day. And yesterday, we noticed that um, his eye is really tired. So he's got his left eye that will not look to the left. And it's injured. It's very purple. It's really kind of blurry, just not acting right. That's the one we're waiting for the ophthalmology consult on. So a lot of times, Robert just closes it and looks with his right eye. That way, the double vision isn't so bad. So his right eye is tired. And yesterday chalked it up to being tired and then he's got numbness in his lip on the left side and yesterday he was having trouble drinking out of a cup where he hadn't had trouble before and in the afternoon after everybody had taken a little nap um, his eyes started closing it would not blink it would not close all the way and we talked about it and then he tripped water again out of his cup and tried to smile in the right side of his face would not move. Okay, so in my doctor brain, differential diagnosis for that is either a stroke, which is probable he has so many fractures in his skull, um, facial nerve paralysis, which is actually probable from the temporal bone fracture on that right side, could be something else. But on a holiday weekend, when this is not your cup of tea, this is not what I work with, what do you what do you do? 
So we talk about it, and there is a number to call for a nurse advocate on the discharge papers from the hospital. And so I call the number and talk to the nurse. And of course, as protocol would dictate, anytime you have sudden onset of facial paralysis, that's a medical emergency. So she tells me, hang up the phone, call 911, you have to get to the ER now. And I thought, ugh, okay. I'm going to tell Robert, he's like, uh, I'm going to go shower real quick because if we're headed to the hospital and I have to stay, I, I need a shower. So he goes and showers and I get the baby girl up from her nap and I call a friend to come and watch after her. And I'm so grateful for a friend that you can call and say, where are you? Can you come? That's all I told her. It's like, I need you now. And she got in the car and came. So we load up in the car. I do not call 911 because Robert and I are sitting there thinking, is it really worth another another ambulance ride? I mean, he it's kind of been coming on now that we look back at the history because I was really tired the night before. His face has been, I mean, he's dripped water now and then. Is it really, yeah, I don't know, back and forth. So we get in the car. Eva's not pleased. <laughs> she had to wake up from her nap and... We have to get in the car immediately. It's not her cup of tea. She wants her TV show, you know, kids. We get in the car. We're heading down the road. And the thought hits me of, Kyra, what are you doing? If he has a stroke, if he has a medical emergency in this car while you're driving and Eva's here to witness it, what are you doing? And I get very upset. So... We're driving down a road that happens to have a fire station and I pull into the fire station and I run up to the door and I ring the bell and uh, the guys answer and I tell the fireman, you've got to take him to the hospital. I should not be driving him. I'm very upset. And they're very gracious. They come out. They're like, what's going on? Where is he? What's happening? Of course, we can call EMS and they can get here. I didn't realize that that fire station didn't have an ambulance. Because in the moment, I wasn't thinking. I'm just thinking medical professionals. They, they know what to do. So they call EMS for me. And we're sitting there in the parking lot. They do all the vitals. They do all the things. My friend shows up in the parking lot to collect Eva, which is amazing. Eva's not pleased. She has seen Curious George go to the hospital and his friend Bill broke his leg or something like that. And she thinks it'd be super cool to go see that. It is not super cool. And she was not happy, but she went anyway. So... EMS finally shows up, they load him up, they take him onto Baylor, and I try to collect myself and head down the road after him. There had been a bicycler, a, bi- a bicyclist, there's the word, come by while this is going on because we're on the, you know, we're in the parking lot of the firehouse and asked what was going on and forced me to speak. He didn't force me, but he asked me direct questions and not realizing that I was part of it all. And it really helped. So whoever you are on your bicycle, thank you for making me verbalize what had happened. And it really pulled me out of the panic that had set in of, are we going to see him again? What happens if he strokes out in the ambulance? You know, I just go down that dark path, which is no place to go. So thank you, Mr. Bicycler, cyclist, however you say that. So Eva's taken care of. Robert's in the ambulance and I get back in the car and I drive up to the hospital behind them and he's in the CT scan when I get there. We've got a room. 
we go in and they start looking for signs of stroke. Can he swallow? Are his legs numb? Are one of the side not responding? And we were there from about 3.15 to about 7. They didn't find any symptom of stroke. So what they named it was Bell's palsy, which is a paralysis of the facial nerve. Bell's palsy in itself, they don't know why it happens. It happens to people under stress who have been uh, exposed to viruses. It can happen with a strange wind that hits your face. There's just not a lot known about why it happens and why it leaves. There is a very strong strain of thought that it's a viral infection because it comes on strong and it leaves suddenly like a virus would. But what it means is that he can't blink his good eye. He can't smile. He can't pucker his lips. So no more straws. Um, and that's just super unfortunate because now his good eye is not usable. So we get home and I let my friend go. And my mother actually had jumped in the car and headed here from West Texas to be with us so she could help. Because this is very much unfolding in a process that's going to go on for a while. You know, we don't have an ophthalmology visit for the bad eye until next Friday. And now the bad eye is the good eye. So we get Robert home, get him food, get his meds. And people have been there and dropping off food. There's plenty of things going on. And I tape his eye closed, the good eye, because it won't blink. We've got all the lubricating drops. We're doing all the things. But they're saying two to three weeks of this facial paralysis. So that's just a new complication that makes life a little harder. So he slept well last night. We've got the pain under control better. We've now got more specialists. They want us to see a neurologist. They want us to check back in with the ENT, of course, now that there's a new development. And it's just, um, I guess it shouldn't surprise me that there are complications, that this is a major, major injury, and things are not going to go and be over tomorrow or next week. I have to brag on my husband for a minute, y'all. He... In, in situations like this, when everything falls apart and things are so hard and you're under so much pain physically and your sleep is disturbed and you're on medication, all these things, all the fluff blows away and he has never been cranky. He has never felt and expressed that he's a victim. He has been so steady. You know, if y'all listen to the last podcast, he talked about that his life is God's. And whatever happens, he's okay with because he surrendered it. It's not our choice anymore. So many of us say we give our life to God as long as it looks like we want it to, as long as it's easy, as long as it's pretty and prosperous and comfortable. But that's not true surrender at all. And I am just blown away by his ability to really hold his life with open hands to whatever God has is okay. It's such a lesson for me. I'm so blessed to have a husband who's such a spiritual leader, whose faith is stronger than mine because I have strong faith. However, I do slip into panic and anxiety and fear. I have been operating for over a week now of get it perfect, get it right, get what he needs, do it correctly. And that is 
such a place of fear in me that whatever happens, I could screw it up. I could make things worse for him when I'm supposed to be his helper. I'm supposed to be his partner. And that's um, that's wrong. It's living from a place of fear. And we had a good conversation about it last night, about how none of us are perfect. And we don't have to do it perfect because Christ is perfect. So I just want to encourage you, if you see that in your life, that you operate from a place of fear because you've got to get it right. We don't live under law. We live under grace. And the yoke of law is so heavy and so hard. And it just rips at your spirit and your soul. But Jesus' burden is light. And Robert said last night, God's writing our story. We just don't know what it is, but whatever it is, is good. And I'm leaning into that this morning and just want to encourage you that if your life is not looking like you wanted it to, check yourself. Are you really surrendered? Do you really have the ability to trust our eternal, magnificent, loving Father that He hasn't handled? that he cares more about your character than your comfort, but that he is working all things for your good. And we're living on that. It is our hope. And hope is a very strong thing. So thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your encouragement. This is not easy, uh, but it's doable. And we don't have to do it alone. So I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for your notes of encouragement for everyone that's brought food, for people who sent gift cards for his smoothies, for everybody that's done all the things. It is a huge blessing to us that in this we're we're not alone because the lie, the lies come, the lies are loud, the lies feel true. So thank you for proving them wrong. Thank you for listening. We speak health, hope, and healing over you. For more information, visit our website at integratedcnw.com.